Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to use name tags. Unless you are 100% sure that everyone in a group knows each other's names, name tags make interactions less awkward. They ultimately help people learn names better. And that, in turn, puts everyone at ease. It is remarkable how often groups get together without any structured way to communicate who is who. No name tags, no nameplates, no introductions, no roster. The people convening the gathering may know everyone's names, but everyone else? Maybe the hosts assume attendees know each other. But that is not always a safe assumption. Even if someone said their name at the beginning, If the group has been gathering for a while, names may have been forgotten, which is problematic because as time goes on, it gets more and more awkward to ask. Name tags provide an easy way to remind people about who is who. If you are convening a group that will meet regularly, just have name tags there at the beginning and keep providing them. Maybe after half a dozen meetings or so, you can stop the practice. But if you've got new members coming in, or visitors, those name tags should come back out. If you have been meeting for a while and haven't been providing name tags, a new member, or a joint meeting with another group, could all provide a nudge to make this happen. And then, you can just keep providing the name tags without making a big deal of it. If you are organizing a one-off volunteer event where volunteers may need to interact with each other or with the people they're serving, the name tags become even more important. It is much more comfortable to say, hey, Dan, could I borrow that ladder to paint the trim around the door? Rather than, excuse me, sir, hello, as we try to get someone's attention and then give up and walk away with the ladder that they may have been about to use. Name tags don't take the place of introductions. Certainly if you are teaching a class at your house of worship or a cooking class at a community center, it would be nice to create time for people to share something about themselves. But even if you do that, you still want the name tags. Someone might have missed the first meeting or you can mishear a name, which is just awkward for everyone later. 
I know someone who has been calling me Lauren for a while, and I just don't know if I'm ever going to correct it at this point. Sometimes people forget. Some people are very skilled at remembering names, which is a testament to their character. Some people are not so good at remembering names. An introduction might not do it. So, best to provide the reminder. Frankly, even if it is unclear if name tags might be called for, it could be good to have them. Lots of people go to exercise classes or play places with their kids, in part to make friends. Name tags remove at least one awkward step and make connecting easier. They don't need to be required. If you make them available, some people will take them, and some won't. Since perhaps some people like to be anonymous at spin class or at the little gym. But it does set the tone that you want people to get to know each other. So why not offer them? This is especially true given that providing name tags is not exactly difficult. Every office supply store carries them. Grab a few markers, and you're good. You have spent a few dollars, and you've helped people get to know each other better. This is a small thing that truly does make a big difference. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.